Hello everybody and welcome to the YOLO podcast by me, Adrian McMiller. Today our special guest is Ryan McDade, Ryan Halfway. Ryan is an entrepreneur and he is a legend. He is a massive success and you'll see why during the interview. So I hope you enjoy it and you may love once. Crack me. Not much, hey. Just, uh, just ready here now to have this chat with yourself. Hello, bar, and welcome on to your little podcast. Thanks very much. Thanks for having me on. I'm not used to these type of things, you know, but not a great speaker, but sure, we'll give it a go anyway. Hey, God loves a trier. Anyways, we'll start with the first question. I know you Ryan. Tell the listeners a bit about yourself and what are you passionate about? So, I suppose for those who don't know me, uh, my name is Ryan McDade. I'm 31 from Burnfoot, um, based in London at the minute. And I enjoy business, um, exploring new opportunities and having a good time. And my passions, tough question. Uh, I suppose family and friends, I think it's important to um, spend time with the people that you love. Um, traveling love to see new places of the world whatever they may be whether it be sun snow rain hail um and meet new people i think it's important to expose ourselves to people from different cultures it helps us grow we learn and um business as well of course i have a huge passion for business something that we spend most of our lives doing is working so um yeah, I'd, I'd definitely be passionate about that and trying to um, make a difference, you know. And what kind of places did you travel to all over the world, Ryan? Um, I've I've seen, I've been to a few places in America, so the normal places like Boston, New York, Florida, um, Chicago, Houston, and um, I've been to Thailand twice, which is really, really nice. I enjoyed that a lot and Hong Kong, and then a lot of places across Europe, just the, the major places like, um, whether it be Portugal, Spain, France, Holland, Germany, Italy, Bulgaria, skiing, stuff like that, you know. But I still a lot more to explore. Um, I intended to take a year out last year. Well, I did take a year out, but sure. I was in Thailand at the time, and then COVID came, so kind of ruined everything. So I just said I'd come back and I'll put it in the back burner for another time. Yeah, COVID's a torture, I think, for, for everybody. I, know. I think we're nearly there, though. It's, Aye, it's we are. Good. It's we are. good. Ryan, yeah. please describe to the listeners your journey and outline how you've achieved your goals so far in life. Jesus. <laughs> um... I don't know. I suppose I always had an interest in I was in business as a kid. Uh, it's just something that I don't know that I always liked. And I suppose that when I was my first kind of taste of that was yeah. school, the school trade show. Have you done the have you oh, done the I school trade, trade show? Yep, some job there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, anything the first few years, but. Then I thought, you know, there could be there could be a way to make some money in this, and um, 
I thought, well, while everyone else is trying to sell stuff, I says, well, me and another guy called Keenan, well, what if we just make games for the people to play that day and that'll entertain them? They can all put in rows and score up and at the highest score today, well, at the end of the day, we'll win 50 euros. So that was kind of my first taste. And that was, I was happy enough. And then the end of the day, surprisingly, we won the trade show as well. So that was the first experience I had of business. And then after that, then I'd done a few other things in my late teens. And then I got into phones at about 19. So I think I was, I was, I always had an interest in technology and I was trying to buy this phone. Hello. Ordered in a few phones, started selling them on done deal. And that, that kind of got some traction. People were willing to buy and I'd post them out. Uh, sometimes I met customers if they were with maybe Sligo or Monaghan. And uh, that led to an online shop. So there was another guy called Gabriel Carey. He was selling them on Dundee too. We came together. We decided to set up an online shop because it kind of gives you uh, gives you a bit of a brand and people can put trust in rather than just, you know, Joe Bloggs selling phones through Dundee. And that was marketed a lot of that through Dundee. Dundee was a great, great start for us to get going. And um, that worked well. A lot of people then would ask, have you got a store? Where's your store? Can I visit your store? But sure, I was just selling them from my bedroom while I was in college in Letterkenny in LYIT. I was studying, um, I was studying civil engineering. <laughs> How to think about that there. <laughs> but um, I... I took and the third year that's when I set up the online store. So all all my exams started failing my exams in the third year and just I ended up failing the year, but I but I had been given all of my energy and all my focus to phones, you know. Yeah. So um then that led on to opening a store in Galway and in like twenty ten. And just kinda went from there. Just worked really hard, focused on customer service given the best customer service that I could give uh, and long days, lo some nights, no sleep. A guy, guys called Jeremy Fullerton, Frank Aaron Murphy, Parry Grant, we all lived together and they would have helped me through the night too. Just getting, just doing as much as we could, could do, just to try and make the most of what we had, you know? And uh, that was it, worked for five years, kind of building the model building the customer base and um, just explored other options through them years then whether you know kind of doing accessories and then repairs as well and then that kind of led to well now the business is kind of at a point where it's it's doing okay and we have customers returning customers we have a we have a brand that people can trust and thought then well like now it'd be nice to try and see does this work elsewhere and because i had a lot of people who bought for me which I'm extremely grateful for at home I thought well it makes sense to just to set up a shop in Burnford see what it's like how we can learn from the logistics and the operations and that we did that and then moved that to Letterkenny and then opened a store in Cork in Patrick Street in 2016 and um, just kept growing we got we got an office then 
in we moved out of where we were because we were in like a warehouse above the shop and when we moved to like a warehouse outside the city you know in the like a, an industrial park yeah. so that kind of gave us a bit of space and more structure and better organized and uh team grew we expanded to like maybe 40 plus employees by like 2020 and we also opened in cork and limerick sorry limerick and dublin and at the end of 2019 so that was that was challenging at the time opening two shops at once and unfortunately dublin just didn't work out so that was that was a lesson to learn we opened it and then we had to close it a few months later and that uh, but limerick thank god stayed on strong been going well since and then I actually decided to take, which I mentioned to you, take a year out last year in February. Uh, I, I, so I kind of stood back from any active role in the company and I'm now a silent director. I just felt the need for a change to challenge myself again. Not that I wasn't challenged as such, but I, I felt that I wasn't being as challenged to the level that I needed to be. I was in a comfort zone where I, I, I was fortunate enough that I had a steady salary coming in and that I, if I didn't want to work a day, I didn't have to work a day and I didn't, I didn't like that feeling. So I yeah. felt that that's why I says, right, Ryan, you need to step out of that comfort zone. You need to challenge yourself again and try and do something. And that's what's led me to London. So yeah, that's kind of where I'm at at the moment. Brilliant, Ryan. That is class, sir. Now, what does the term YOLO mean to you, Ryan? This is a bit ironic, but Woody, Woody, hear this. So I never knew what YOLO meant until you're, until I read about your podcast, would you believe? <laughs> <laughs> but I always hear it once, yeah, that's my age showing now. And I'm, I'm not even that old too. But uh, no. so it's funny because people always say to me, I, I, I do like to have a good time and I would always like to you know travel or go here do a weekend here do a weekend there and any any chance or any opportunity that I could and they'd always say Jesus you have a great time and, and I always used to say to them you only live once so I've it's like I've been using YOLO all along without <laughs> knowing but um so yeah that's pretty that's that's the way I see YOLO um I think it's important to be present and enjoy every moment and take the opportunity to have a good time when it happens and spend time with the loved ones who matter the most. Brilliant. And if you were to give a young person free tips, how to live a good life and based on the quote, you may live once, what advice would you give? <laughs> oh, you know what? I suppose I can only, I can only um, <laughs> give advice to my, from my own experience. Of course, everyone's different, you know, but um, if I was speaking to my younger self, it would be to value your friends and family. Um, I think this is the most important thing in life. And uh, the reason some the reason I say that too is because I when I was opening the shop in Galway, I refused to go. Well, not that I refused it. I decided to focus on working on the shop instead of going on a a trip away with one of my friends, and. That was the last time that he ever went on a trip and, you know, he passed away after that. So I suppose I, when I look back, it's like, don't 
choose work work over you know having a good time or enjoying a moment with people that you love or like being around because you never know when it's going to be the last one so that's where i say value your friends and your family um i think it's important not to judge people or label um sometimes and i think we're all we've all been victim to it is where you know someone will describe say someone else to you and you take what they say for granted and that's who that person is when you have you haven't even met that person you don't even know who they are or what they like or what they do but you you've you've taken for granted what someone else has told you about them so i think that's really important not to judge and not to label and hold out until you actually meet the person for yourself and the reason i say that is because i'm speaking from experience again where i have had people come up to me and say well not come up to me but after conversation say you know some i always thought that you were this and you were that or someone told me that you were this and you were that so i think that's extremely important and um look after your health that's mental and physical uh exercise eat well of course we all like to eat out too i'm i'm, I'm a big eater of all the takeaways just like you said yourself mm-hmm. uh, in the town but um i think having a balance is really important and um, exercise as well it's really really important release all the dopamine and endorphins you know i need to get back to that balance all i've been doing recently <laughs> it's not easy i struggle finding the two let me tell you <laughs> um what was the most memorable experience in your life so probably a few you know they all stem from my teens when i i used to do athletics when i was younger um so it was something that I really enjoyed, something that I was fortunately competitive and won some races in. So, and I had a great team around me too, great, great lads. And uh, we had, we were our middle distance runners, cross country runners, but we always entered into the relays. We never really did well, but this one year it was the Irish Indoor Championships and it was a four by 200 meter relay. And there was like maybe 12 or 13 teams entered and then four got through to the final. And uh, we were ma- we managed to be one of them teams to get through to the final, but which was surprising because, as I say, we were never the, f- the fastest sprinters, but we were pretty good average sprinters. And we got through to the final. We were, sec- I think we were second fa- favorite. And we, the so I was running last, the three guys, they all went before me. Um, we just didn't get off to the best start, but we were right behind. It was like a train, so it was just literally one, two, three, four, and everyone's run in, in an indoor race. Nobody stays in their lane. You only stay, the first runner stays in the lane, but after that, everyone breaks into the inside lane. So if you can imagine it, like a, a longer race, and the second runner, third runner, we were all tight, right behind. Um, but we were still coming fourth, as, and there was four of us in us so who we were last. But I got the baton coming on to the final leg, and uh, I right behind them, stayed behind them. I would, I had to be decisive and think, what, what is the right moment if I am going to try and pass these guys out? When, when is the right moment to make this? Should I go now in the first band? Probably not, because I don't want to use all my energy. So I stayed behind them on the back straight, stayed behind them as well right behind them and again thinking should i make a go for it coming into the final bend but if i do then that means i might have to run two or three extra meters because i'll have to go out in the outside of them and i don't know if i have the energy to 
you know, pull myself past them at that point. So I decided to stick behind them again, coming in off the final bend and uh, just help, just stay, stay patient, waited for a moment. And they fortunately started to drift whenever everyone came in to the final straight, they drifted slightly out. And I, I got my chance, which is what I was holding for the whole time with only about 50 meters to go and made a go for it on the inside and managed to catch all three of them just on the line. But I wasn't sure, but all my lads, they started jumping and then I presumed that we won. So yeah, we won the race by 200 seconds and we actually broke the Irish record too. So that was a really memorable moment and it was really nice to share it with people and my mates too, as opposed to just celebrating on my own. So yeah, that's probably probably it. Jesus, that's class. That's mm. brilliant. Um, what would you say to a younger individual if they were struggling through a stage of their life, be it emotionally, professionally or socially? These are tough questions, you know, Adrian. Nah. <laughs> I'm I'm not I'm not capable for all these. Um, You're doing well so far, anyway. So keep oh, it going. Oh Jesus! Um, I think it's important to talk, 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 talk. Do you? Close friends, your siblings, your parents, people who you trust, people in your inner circle. And um, as they say, a problem shared is a problem to have. Um, like it's not energy in is it's soul destroying. So talking is the best medication. And when you can talk about problems, people can sometimes give advice. They can open up the conversation more. Maybe get you to see a perspective that you don't see. That, sorry, they can get you to see a perspective that you don't see. And I, th I think that's really important. And you, when you express it, it becomes easier. And you then you learn to talk. And the more you can talk, the better you can become. And really important to keep a positive mindset. I know it's cliche, but it is so true. Is well, what what is what's the positive in this? Every, every situation is a positive and a negative. But what is the positive? Um, every situation there's a lesson what what can I learn from this how can I grow from this so um, yeah so I suppose talking um, talk keep a positive mindset and what can I learn from the situation what, how can I grow and you know what I'm still learning I'm still making mistakes I'm still uh, you know the, I don't think it ever stops it's, but it's just learning to deal with them the older you get I agree with you completely. Now, you're a proud Donegal man, no doubt. But how important do you think being part of a strong community is, firstly, when going through your teenage years, and secondly, as a young, ambitious entrepreneur trying to make it? <laughs> um, I think communities, it's it's crucial to life. Um, from my experience, and, I, and even having many communities, um, we as humans, we have a need to feel belonging. Uh, part of a tribe, it's it's in our DNA. I'm very fortunate to have a really good community here in Donegal, Burnfoot, Bonkrana. I think we're really well connected. Um, as a teenager, I think you you need you need that. It's because you're becoming a young adult. The part where you 
you know, you kind of have to come out to the world and fend for yourself. And, and if you don't learn to be part of communities, you know, have them social skills, whether it be through school, through sports or, you know, groups, it'll become more difficult in life. So you don't want to isolate yourself. I, th I think obviously that, that would be the wrong thing to do. So it's a to stay connected with the people that you enjoy being around. And um, yeah, that's probably, yeah, that's probably how, how I see it. And then like when I started business in Galway, I disconnected myself, um, which was a mistake I made. I'm not gonna say it was a mistake, but I suppose it was a lesson that I learned. Uh, I, I went to Galway, I, I worked hard. I spent most of my time working and, and that was fine. I, I got results for that, but I also didn't really have a network of people there because I wasn't involved in any groups or sports or anything like that. The only kind of network that I had was the times, the start where my mates would have been living there. And, um, but they had their, they had their community through college. So I was just working. It was kind of hard to build a community with the staff as well. You know, there's a kind of, there's a kind of difference there. Um, but yeah, that, that, that was a problem. So then, but then towards the end of the, my term in Galway, then I actually met a few guys and we stay in contact now, but that lesson then was, I says, whenever I moved to London, I'm, I'm not going to fall into that trap. I said, when I moved to London, I'm going to fall into communities and I'm, I'm going to have a community here. So I made sure that whenever I moved to this new place that I involved myself in something. And that first thing was a course and not uh, a course a coding course now I knew that I was never going to be able to learn coding but it was just nice to expose myself to that while also knowing that I was also going to have a community of friends um people in, in this network and uh, then I decided I wanted to live in a house a co-living place with people who were who had similar interests so there was a house called startup home and it was a 10 bedroom house and there was nine different cultures and everyone there all shared the same interest in business. Some had their own businesses and some were working in new startups, et cetera. So that was a really good experience too, because you could talk about business in the evening, you could go to the gym together and you could just share any problems you have with business and some people could give you their experience or their advice, et cetera. So now I have two communities in London and also trying to work on something there. So. Yeah, community is important. I value it a lot. So it's important to make sure that wherever you go, that you make yourself feel part of some community. I agree 100%, Ryan. That's why I think volunteer work is so important too and get involved, especially if you move to another place. And Yeah, that's a that's a great way to do it too, Adrian, is um, mm -hmm. getting getting active in some volunteering. I do a bit of volunteering myself. So um, yeah, I think it's good. Very important. Yeah. It makes you feel good too. You feel like you're giving back a bit, you know? Yeah, definitely. And you're always very good in your business to charities and everyone as well. And you yeah. Any... yeah, well, I tried anyway, you know. Yeah. Brilliant. I, do, you I have any, do you have any further business ventures planned in the next few years? So I have, I have a few ideas. I always have a few ideas, but, you know, it's like choosing the ones that what I think would work most are the ones that I suppose that I can apply myself to in the best way using my experience or what I know. Um, but the, the, the one I'm working on at the moment is I probably best describe it as like an online repair shop slash like a delivery. So it's an online only. You book a repair. We come and collect it within 30 minutes. 
I would like to get that down to 10 or 15 minutes. It just depends on how it goes. I have to learn first and then repair it within three hours. And again, I'd like to get that down to two hours. So you basically have your phone collected, repaired and delivered within three hours from 8 a.m. until midnight. And that's based on me just having a lot of customers through the years in Galway who can't come in because they're working or they would like it repaired in the evening because they they need their phone during the day for work, et cetera, et cetera. So we'll see how that goes. Pe- pe- people um, people can't pick their phone as extra limb. It's like if you lost your arm at nine o'clock at night, you're going to go to the hospital to get it fixed or if get it, whatever. You know, some people are like that with their phone. If their phone breaks and they need it now that, you know, I can hopefully offer them that service and, you know, be there for that type of customer, you know. That is a brilliant idea. And online is the way to go, isn't it? Now, Ryan, everything's online. Yeah. (laughs) People pay for convenience these days, and especially in cities, it's because their lives are kind of fast. I know COVID is slowing everything down, but there's still that people will want convenience it's like yeah i can just get that and they just want to chill and even i'm one of them i i like getting stuff delivered it just makes my life easier you know yeah and no ryan this is the last question you'd probably be glad to hear <laughs> no no i'm enjoying it. well good. you're somebody that i look up to and admire and you're obviously not afraid to take risks do you have any advice for young people looking to take a chance or a risk on something that they are passionate about yeah, I can only speak from experience, but yeah. don't listen to what others tell you because that can be the killing of your goals or your dreams or whatever they may be because they don't see what you see. And if you care enough about it or if you're passionate enough about it, don't let others distract you from following that. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean that you don't, you're not open to hearing what others have to say, but it's also being keeping a strong mind and not being easily influenced because if you are easily influenced, then that could have an effect on your goals and your dreams or whatever you want to achieve. I think you need to set, if you have a big goal, you need to set small goals and work towards that big goal so that you see yourself progress and you see yourself making steps as you go and setting dates too. But, you know, the dates are a guideline doesn't necessarily mean that you have to meet them dates. It's just to give you an idea or to kind of make you work towards that. And um, if if you believe in it, don't stop. Stay focused. Structure yourself. And I think, you know, you can achieve whatever you want to achieve. Brilliant, Ryan. Jesus, that is great advice. And that's what I'm trying to do myself as well. Set, I'm set, I'm a big goal set, but I'm trying to do small goals at the moment. Well, I'll tell you what. Adrian, you're doing a fantastic job. Um, I really mean that. I I just want to congratulate you for taking the time to make this happen in your life. It it takes a lot of courage and commitment, so I admire that in you, and you should be really proud of yourself. Oh, thank you. Thanks. Delighted. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> and Brian, thank you so much, Ryan, for coming on today. I'm delighted that I got you on as a special guest. So no I'm... problem. I'm, I'm happy to come on. No problem. Brian, thank you. I enjoyed you. it. You're very Hope welcome. You enjoyed it. I did, surely. You're very welcome. And I'll talk to you soon. Brilliant, Brian. Thank you. All, All right. the best. All the best. Bye-bye. Stay well. Bye-bye.
All right, folks, I really hope you enjoyed that interview with Ryan. He is an absolute legend. Stay tuned for episode three next week with Ruth from Are You Well? You can follow her on Instagram now. And remember, you only live once, so live your life to the full and enjoy every minute of the day and enjoy the present moment as Ryan says. Have a good one. Cheers for listening. Thanks.